last night. Last night. And I'm not, I'm actually not going to show any of the clips because I think we all have some collective PTSD and I don't really need to show the clips. Um, I'm not huge on making, if you've been watching me for a while, I'm not big on making declarative predictions uh, on who's going to win elections because A, most people don't know what they're talking about, B, anything could happen, and C, I just think, you know, it's not journalist's role to play predict predictor. I will tell you from watching it, we're going to get to the Proud Boys thing and all that. To me, it looked like Donald Trump knows that he's going to lose the election. And to me, and I haven't really heard this take, but I think there's a point, I think there's some legitimacy to it. I think Donald Trump knew that if he went absolutely scorched earth on Joe Biden to the point where women and suburban moms would be offended because that's the group that he needs to start winning back to the point where even some of his supporters might be like, oh, this is, this is a little much to the point where it just looked like he's a lunatic. He knew that if he did that, he could also reel Joe Biden in to show some anger, show some frustration, tell him to shut up uh, and call him names. I really think what Donald Trump was trying to do last night was an attempt to depress voter turnout. What I mean by that is for the, let's say, 7 to 10% of undecided voters, uh, independent voters, non-voters who generally don't vote, but maybe we're watching, to look at it and be like, oh my God, these are the two choices we have? Screw it. I'm going back to Real Housewives or fantasy football. Uh, I'm not voting. I truly, truly believe Donald Trump was trying to basically make the voting public so disgusted with the choices, this race to the bottom that we, ha that we had in front of us. And I don't want to do whataboutism. Listen, I don't like Joe Biden, but let's be clear. Donald Trump was the major, major lunatic on stage yesterday. I mean, I tweeted he, on the sociopath radar, Radar, he was already a 9 out of 10. He went straight to a 15. I mean, I, I got plenty to say on Joe Biden's performance, which I don't think was that good. Uh, he basically told progressives over and over, screw you. Um, you know, one in, on one, in one breath, the Green New Deal would be the most effective thing. On the other breath, I don't support it. Saying, uh, no, I'm not providing health care. You know, we want keep people to keep their private health care saying, I am the Democratic Party, like like declaring himself like Al Capone. Uh, so it's not like I think Biden had like a wonderful performance. And frankly, he told you who he is, a, a Republican from the 1990s. But he is the luckiest, luckiest son of a gun because he's running against this clown. And I'm telling you, Donald Trump last night, he to me, lost the election, and I'll tell you why. Because Trump in 2016 
had an actual message, even though he was completely full of it, he had a message that resonated with a lot of people, including 10% of people who voted for Obama and then switched to Trump. So even though he was bombastic on the debate stage with Hillary Clinton, even though he was a lunatic at his rallies, even though he was saying insane nonsense, he had a message that sounded populist. He had a message that sounded like an outsider who's you know sifting through all the establishment crap and telling you the truth. He had a message of you know this guy's selling you you know or she's gonna sell you down the river. Donald Trump last night had zero message. It was a stream of consciousness, scatterbrained, blowing coke up your nose. I mean. He, he went from the Bidens, an arm of the socialist left, to Hunter Biden. He just, it was all just throwing as much fear-mongering and, and nonsense at a wall and seeing what would stick. But that's not how you win the election. That's just not how you win. And as much as I dislike Joe Biden, as much as I think there's no there there, he ain't, he's not offering you anything. I think the real loser is working people. I think the real loser is essential workers. I think the real loser is you and I who have been had our had our have had our money stolen by the United Corporations of America for the last 40 years. That's the real loser. There was not one thing discussed about a, a new stimulus related to coronavirus. Not one thing discussed about potential universal basic income, Medicare for all. Uh pre um paid sick leave, um, child care during the pandemic, what Biden would actually do if elected president for immediate relief. Not one substantive thing on immediate relief, immediate economic stimulus, not a $1,200 check, real stimulus by the moderator, by Trump or Biden, because they're not going to do anything. Biden ain't going to do anything for you. Are you kidding me? Look at who he's surrounding himself with. You can be bombastic. You could act like a lunatic if you have a convincing message. He doesn't have a convincing message. His message of, uh, oh, no police, are, uh, no police are endorsing him. Oh, he's, he's just a puppet for AOC and the Green New Deal. Oh, he's just a puppet for Bernie. He's Bernie in, in, in a mask. Nobody believes this. No independent voters believe this. I wish, I wish that were true. Nobody buys this. I was kind of surprised because I didn't hear Trump once clobber Biden over his support for NAFTA, his support for the TPP, uh, him signing on to every terrible trade deal that sold the jobs of Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. That is how you beat Hillary Clinton and that is how you could, could have still had a chance to beat Donald Trump. But it was almost like he snorted a lot of coke before the debate, and he was all over the place. It was truly remarkable. That's what makes me think that his, his actual intention and strategy was to make it such an animal house um, performance to the point where the moderator is screaming for you to shut up, the audience is screaming for you to shut up, people watching or changing the channel because it's like, this isn't a debate, this is a circus. To the point where he would pretty much deflate 
and and depress people to turn out. That's the only possible thing I could think of. And I'm, by the way, by me talking about Trump, I'm not saying Biden won because of anything he did. He won by default because he was he was basically debating somebody who was literally acting, and I don't mean this in a derogatory term, but was acting like he was in a manic state. He doesn't have a message. I, that's just the objective truth. He doesn't have a message. But the thing is, he, Biden, you don't need to confuse Biden. He's confused. Just he's, he's already confused. But it's, he might have been trying to confuse Biden, but in reality, what he did was just piss off the entire American people and audience to the point where I wouldn't be shocked if the second debate has record low ratings for a presidential debate. It would shock me if I could see it, the audience dipping 30 to 40 percent from the first debate, possibly 50 percent. So that's why I made this headline, Prepare for President Biden, because Trump, honestly, I keep saying if the election were held today, uh, it looks like Biden would win. Trump's final chance and his best chance were these debates. Well, go through the history. The first debate is always the number, the highest rated debate of the three presidential debates. That was the first debate. Um, Trump bombed. He bombed the debate. I don't know what other way to say it. That's not because I think Joe Biden is so great. I think Joe Biden came out flat. I don't think he proposed anything to the American people other than I'm a, I'm a nice guy. I, I, I believe in civility. Uh, I'm still not going to give you health care. I'm still not going to raise your wages. I'm still not going to give you uh, a Green New Deal. I'm still going to take the money from the fossil the big bankers, big pharma, Silicon Valley, big real estate, the military industrial complex. The Democratic Party is not going to change a thing under me. Uh, we're going to be just as corrupt, but we're going to do it in the back room like the good old days. We're not going to be so out front corrupt and we will make the deals in the back room. So this is not to say Joe Biden did a good job, but this isn't about Joe Biden. If you saw Donald Trump, he openly is telling white supremacists yeah, yeah, stand back, wait a while. He openly told his supporters, show up on election day to monitor things. It's not even dog whistling anymore. He is blaring a siren, basically saying, when asked flat out, do you condemn or dis disavow, disavow white supremacy groups? He said, he played dumb. Oh, what do you want me to condemn? Just say the name, I'll condemn it. And he's doing what he always does, which is he makes a, he, he gives basically a wink and a nod to these groups. There's widespread outrage. And then the next day or two, there's cleanup. Here's his campaign advisor, Jason Miller, on Meet the Press Daily. He said, oh, what Trump actually meant by stand by was stand by the wayside, get out of the way of law enforcement. Oh yeah, that's what he meant. And then Trump just recently. I don't know who the Proud Boys are. I mean, you'll have to give me a definition because I really don't know who they are. I can only say they have to stand down, let law enforcement do their work. Law enforcement will do the work more and more. 
Yeah, just like he didn't know who the KKK was in 2016 when he was running. Just like he didn't know who David Duke was. No, I'm running for president. I don't know who the KKK is. I don't know who David Duke is. I don't know who the Proud Boys are who just had a major quasi-Klan rally in Portland that we covered. I have no idea. My FBI says white supremacy groups, including the Proud Boys, are the biggest terrorist threat in America, more so than terrorists like jihadist groups. But I don't know who they are. This is why I'm saying Biden, other than Obama, who was always, remember Obama, people always said, is the luckiest son of a gun. He got to face McCain. Then he got to face Romney. He really never had a serious challenger for the presidency. Can you think of anyone luckier than Joe Biden who has sleepwalked his way through this campaign? Who's literally going around telling donors nothing's going to change, Wall Street people? Literally telling corporate America has to change its ways. It's not going to require legislation because I ain't proposing any. This is what he told donors a few weeks ago. Corporate America has to change its ways. It's not going to require legislation. I'm not proposing any. We got to think about how we deal people back in. Whatever the f*** that means. If Biden were running against Marco Rubio, Marco Rubio would win. If Biden were running against Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney would win. If Biden were running against Ted Cruz, I think Ted Cruz would win. If Biden were running against Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan would win. If Biden were running against just, honestly, I think if Biden were running against Mike Pence, it's very likely Pence would win. But Donald Trump is on some type of political kamikaze mission. And the devil's advocate could say, well, Jordan, you, you might say to me, Jordan, yeah, Trump was a disaster last night, uh, a disgrace, but he's speaking directly to his base. He's trying to rev up his base so that every single person in his base comes out. And if it comes down to whose base is going to come out more than the other, then Trump might have a chance because Biden isn't doing so hot among Latinos. Uh, black, younger black voters might not come out for Biden like they didn't for Hillary. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. 10% of Obama voters switched to Trump. So those people voted for Barack Obama at least once. There's also independent voters. So it's not enough for Trump just to stoke his base and let them beat their chest and be excited about him. He needs to keep those Obama voters that switch to him. He needs to keep most of those people. He also needs to pick off some of the independent voters. I don't think he's keeping them. I think last night he's repelling them. Absolutely repelling. And I got to tell you something. I I don't tell people how to vote. You vote however you want. But progressive movement right now really needs to start thinking, in my opinion, more strategically, not morally. What do I mean by that? Who would you rather fight? Who would you rather be fighting for the next four years? Possibly less if if either of them croak. Would you rather be fighting Donald Trump and the Proud Boys? Or would you rather be fighting Joe Biden and Neera Tandon? Would you rather be fighting Donald Trump and 
white militiamen and the Kyle Rittenhouses of the world and, and all these people? Or would you rather be fighting Joe Biden and the K-Hive? Because that's really what this comes down to. I'm not talking about a lesser of two evils. I'm not telling you to vote for Biden. But what I'm saying is Donald Trump has now shown you he has openly told his voters and his supporters to go monitor the elections. That is fascism. What he's talking about is fascism. Donald Trump is openly emboldening white supremacists. I I can't diminish that. I think neoliberalism is, I mean, I, I talk about the Democratic Party all day long. I think neoliberalism is cancer. But fascism's worse. Fascism is worse. And if I have a choice, strategically, who I think I could beat, I think I could beat Joe Biden and a, and a breaking down Democratic Party much easier than I can an emboldened Donald Trump with four more years to do God knows what. To do God knows what. I think Trump lost the election last night. You might disagree. I think the polls over the next five to seven days are going to show him dramatically the gap widening even further. Uh, I think Joe Biden is terrible too. This isn't an endorsement of Joe Biden. I'm not excited about Joe Biden. But Joe Biden wasn't telling his supporters to go monitor the elections. Joe Biden wasn't, you know, ignoring and not giving a straight answer. Do you disavow white supremacists? His pilot, Joe Biden's policies are hella racist. But I, I, I have to just be straight with you. I can't try and equivocate and make it seem like those two things are equal. They're not. Donald Trump last night was blaring the megaphone for fascism. Straight up. It's crystal clear. And if you don't see that, you're intentionally choosing not to see that. Separate from, separate from Trump? I gotta be honest with you. I don't think Joe Biden is going to be president for four years. The bar has been set so low for him that last night was considered a good performance. I think if Joe Biden were facing anyone other than Donald Trump, most people would be saying that was he was super flat. Some of his statements didn't make any sense. He didn't offer anything. There's no substance. There's no policy. And, you know, nobody would be talking in, in excitement about Joe Biden's performance. I think Joe Biden's extremely lucky. But Joe Biden clearly, to me, looks like somebody who kind of on his last legs politically. I, 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 he's not, there's no, um, I don't want to say energy because I don't want to sound like Trump. He's not cognitively like he used to be. And to me, I think the, Joe Biden's presidency, he says, I am the Democratic Party. I think last night, if you look at Joe Biden's performance, what you're going to see is 
he's going to be having his, his strings pulled by the K-Hive, Kamala Harris, by the Chamber of Commerce, which is now moving over to the Democratic Party, by the banks, by the fossil by all of the usual suspects that are part of the United Corporations of America. He's not, when Trump says they're not bringing their best, Joe Biden certainly didn't bring his best either. DJ MCG, let the sellout begin. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is the problem. This is this is the problem with to me. This is the problem with the progressive movement, and this is the problem with particularly the the online left. If you don't breathe, if your fire doesn't breathe as fiery out of your mouth as theirs, sell out. If you don't share their opinion 100% of the time, sell out. Look in the dictionary for the word nuance. Whoever just said that. That was me. If you think that I and status quo are sellouts for literally calling out blinking red light white supremacy, if you think that we are sellouts for calling out a president who is openly telling armed supporters to go monitor polling stations, not only are you a sellout to actual progressive beliefs, but you're an idiot and I don't care if you watch. Maybe that's not so PC of me to say, because obviously viewers could have different opinions, but if you are so small-minded and so politically naive to believe that you're selling out by calling out white supremacy, then everyone should be sellouts. And as a Jew, I really wish there were more Americans in the 1930s and 40s that were sellouts that spoke up and demanded that we step in to the horrors of Adolf Hitler. I don't think Trump's quite there yet, but what I do think, what I do think is the shit that we saw coming out of his mouth last night is not even a wink and a nod. It's a direct message to deranged white supremacists to be violent if necessary to keep him, keep him in power. And if that's okay with you as a progressive, or you claim to be a progressive, if me saying no, Trump and Biden, last night in particular, are not equal, that is not equal, and Biden is a corporate warmonger, no mistaking it. Unlike the Young Turks, I don't ignore that. I'm still going to cover Biden critically. I'm not taking the next month and a half off from exposing Joe Biden's corruption, lack of policy, lack of actual uh, populist progressivism for the crisis we're in. No. Joe Biden is a corrupt Republican. This is not supporting Joe Biden or selling out. Selling out is literally, in my opinion, being like other independent outlets who basically send out fundraising emails trying to get you to vote for Joe Biden. I've seen that from the Young Turks. Selling out is literally just tuning out any bad news of Joe Biden or Kamala Harris is essentially being a cooler MSNBC or an arm, a coked out version of MSNBC. I ain't selling out, but 
I'm not gonna, you know, I can't just close my eyes and bury my head in the sand at what I saw last night. So if you think that's a sellout, you're a idiot. And you should, if, if that is selling out to you, then go watch whatever channel equates Trump and Biden as the same. It's not the same. And by the way, if you think for a second that when Joe Biden becomes president, if he becomes president, like I'm going to be doing jumping jacks. Hell no. I mean, my fiance and I have talked about this. I've told her straight up. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I don't see it exactly the same way as you because I know we already live in a fascist country and Joe Biden is part of that. But there's different degrees. There's corporate fascism and then there's straight up, uh, you know, this train has left the gas station here or this train has left the station, authoritarian dictator fascism. And that's what we saw last night. And I got news for you folks. I, re- I got news for you. Jen would know a little bit more about this than I because she studies psychology. I don't think Trump is just a sociopath. I think he's a full-fledged psychopath. I think he has massive delusions of grandeur. I think he might borderline have different personalities. And I think if given four more years, do you think a 6-3 Supreme Court, you think Trump's joking about more than, more than two terms? Do you think he's joking?